getting the last sips in video podcast that's pretty uh, gross we're both too ugly everyone decided but here we are episode 17 16 yeah that sounds right 17 of the valley boys i'm your host dave weasel let's get this shit over with join with me is my co-host brandon collins he's neither sidekick nor assistant because we are locked down quarantined in our own homes how you holding up brandon well, we've had plenty of alcohol, so I'm I'm doing all right. I haven't had much worry about anything. How about over there? I'm good. I like the uh, fuck, dude. What do you like? Where do you live exactly? It looks like all of my white trash nightmares are coming true. Oh no, this is this is a sex dungeon. Is that are you are you a member of the Tiger King clan? And this is one of the trailers they gave you. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, I, I got all my uh, man brides locked up for the night, though. They need their rest for tomorrow. You're locked up uh, in the garage because you, you don't want to keep anyone. You want to wake up anybody, right? Yeah, I'm not a complete piece of shit. But you were keeping them up yesterday. What did you do yesterday, Brandon? Uh, yesterday, I had my first acid trip, which was pretty awesome. <clears throat> like, and it, it wasn't as gnarly as you think it would be. Uh, like I wasn't seeing melting walls or fucking unicorns like coming out of the ceiling or anything like that. So what but, happened? Uh, yeah. So, uh, you have to like, uh, put it on the roof of your mouth and let it sit there for about an hour, uh, get into your bloodstream and all that. And like slowly after about like 15 minutes, half an hour, everything started slowing down. Like it was like slow motion movie type shit. Um, and then once I hit an hour, I'm like, oh, fuck, man. I must have fucked something up because now, like, everything feels like normal again. And so I'm sitting there a little longer. And then I hit about the two-hour mark. And then, like, all of a sudden, everything just kind of, like, changes. Like, I'd say colors get a little bit brighter. Like, music sounds a lot more crisper. And I just didn't give a shit about anything. Like, everything was fine in the world. It was fucking amazing. Uh huh. Yeah. But everything slowed down, like you said, because it felt like time slowed down when you were telling that story. That's me. That has to be the most boring acid story I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was I was hoping for something better too. Like the uh, once I got about to that two hour mark, I I, uh, I had to keep myself from trying to drool. I, I kept trying to drool on myself, so that, uh, that was pretty awesome. And you had, you forgot how to sit down. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I uh, apparently have to be closer than like three feet away from a chair because I kept like reaching for it. It wasn't there. It wasn't there. And then I had to like slowly back up, make sure I didn't fall over and then finally sat down. But it, yeah, I was a little disappointed myself. I thought uh, I, I thought I was going to be like tripping balls in a alternate universe somewhere, but none of that happened. So uh, next time uh, I'm going to have to pop two tabs to, to see uh, to see if I can get a little closer to God. Popping two tabs. Man, that's some junkie talk right there. What does that mean? You do acid in tabs? Yeah, so it's just a little square tab. Uh, and then, like I said, you stick it to the roof of your mouth, and then uh, you know, it just works its way into your bloodstream that way. Mm. Uh, it gets you, gets you high that way. I could definitely see you needing two tabs. I, I come from a long line of alcoholics and junkies. So <laughs> if it could be popped, snorted, injected, smoked, whatever, drank, uh, it's been done on my side of the family before. You'll figure out a way, no doubt. But I'm Thank you, this. Dave. I'm like, I have, I have faith in you, Brandon. <laughs> I'm glad You'll do all the drugs me. properly. That's right. I'm not clipping on your end. It sounds a little clippity dip, clippity, clippity, clip, clip, clip. I think it's good now. Yeah, yeah. You sound fine on my end. There's something wrong with yours, though. Hang on. It's the, it's the video. It's got your face in it. Yeah, yeah, I was waiting for that. <laughs> Fucking real, real original, Dave. I like, the, I like the lighting, though. It's virtually non-existent. It spares people from having to catch the coronavirus through their eyes. Yeah, well, why wouldn't you have the same mercy on them and blocking your face? We can see you perfectly. That's fucking horrible. <laughs> I know. Why would you do that, Dave? Blob of gross. Like, I'm sitting here drinking. It, it looks like Gatorade, but it's, it used to be Gatorade. Now it's, uh, it's, it's, it's this serum that you squirt into water. And you add a bunch of alcohol to it, and tonight's barrel is rum. I got that oh, well, sixty-ounce barrel of rum that you picked up for me. Yeah, well, off, came right. on my pajamas. 
<laughs> you spent all that time calling me a fucking junkie and uh and here you are just fucking like mixing whatever with your goddamn alcohol so you can chug it faster right. <laughs> i can't get i can't get drunk as much as i'd like Where's to uncle dave's hot pockets brandon oh you know what oh, i take back that intro you are my assistant if you're going and running my errands doing my deeds that makes you the assistant even in the end of the world you're still the assistant uh, i'm gonna stick my dick in those hot pockets next time dave yeah, well, they're frozen already, so you're just going to poke little holes in them. With it. What are you drinking? That is Bud Light. I'm oh. being responsible after yesterday. <laughs> just drinking that light branded beer. Yeah, but how many did you have? It's not light beer if you drink 15 of them. Well, no, today I only had one. Yesterday I had like 15 of them, but, you know, that balances out to seven and a half, which is a responsible number. That probably cuts into the acid, though. And, and light, by the way, light beer, your math is off common core american the uh light beer is only like one percent lower than regular beer yeah well this is yeah bud light's like four four point three and normal beer is like five percent right so, so it wasn't that bad but no i didn't start drinking it until i was coming down off the acid yeah by the time i started drinking it uh like i was seeing shit normal again good good so are you getting a little uh are you getting a little frisky dude yeah they're crazy Dude, Are you missing fucking, your lot lizards. Yeah. <laughs> Have you had any yeah. offers like discounts? You know, they'll they'll send you a message, They're like, "Hey, Brandon, um, how about like a six foot away visit where you just do your gross Brandon thing, and we'll give you a little show." Yeah, it, it's definitely been a, it, it's definitely <laughs> it's been a lot easier to uh, like you know negotiate rates and all that, but uh, I I haven't even gone out. Uh, yeah, just uh, I go I to Seven really, Eleven once a week. Yeah, I can't. Well, that and I can't really justify, you know, going to uh, going to a hooker uh, with God knows how many other dudes who have come through there, and they all got the fucking Brona pussy now. Ugh. Is that what they're calling it on the streets? Well, that's what I'm calling it. <laughs> you heard it here first. So, prostitution isn't considered essential business. But a reoccurring theme on this stupid podcast is your dumb wrestling. Yeah, well, yes, and and how and why did that become deemed essential business? Well, because Florida is involved with this particular story, the same Florida that just opened up their beaches this week. So, uh, Jacksonville, shout out to Jacksonville. You ever been there? Uh, I've I've driven through there a couple times, but I didn't stop. Thankfully, that's where all the Florida men. Like every single person there is Florida man. Even the women, they're Florida man. It's where it originates. Well, yeah, exactly. It, I believe it. Well, this story actually has a, a little bit of a political twist to it, if you can believe it. So Vince McMahon, owner of WWE, is buddy buddy with Trump, has been for a long time now. And Big after surprise. the right, so after the initial order came down that all non-essential businesses have to close, no gatherings of ten people or more in uh, Florida. Trump got uh, a hold of the governor, Rick DeSantis, who's a Republican. And ultimately what uh, happened was, is that there was a super PAC for Trump offering to spend like $18 million in the state uh, for this upcoming election season. Huh? 24.5 million. Uh, 18 was the last number I heard, but at any rate, a shitload of money. Um, uh, in in the upcoming election, and then Actually, right around that time, <laughs> you fucker. So yeah, and uh, coincidentally, right around that time, they uh, happened to allow entertainment and sports to open back up as long as there's no spectators involved. What a okay, what, 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 what a coincidence! Crew, the performers, the the cameramen, the, the everybody involved. Are they supposed to stay six feet away from each other? That would be more <laughs> believable, by the way. Uh, social distance wrestling. Yeah, and they're just like doing their moves, and they're flipping down, flopping all over the place. I believe that. That's just as believable <laughs> as wrestling right now. <laughs> there were a couple smaller promotions that did that before everything got shut down. Yeah, dudes, just like half body slamming guys from halfway across the ring, and shit like that. Uh, but yeah, so they're supposed to be six feet away, but none of them are. Like everybody's there, like the the barbers, the makeup people. You can't stand away six feet away for that shit, you know? And then obviously once you get in the ring, tag team matches, you got four, six plus people in the ring at one time. So 
yeah, none of that shit's uh, – it's all money-related, just like anything else. It's like they, they thought, how can we make wrestling even stupider? Yeah, so it re- they did it, it right in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah, in Florida of all places, it of really course. doesn't help. It really doesn't help out uh, wrestling's image at all. But, right, like that's that, that's the new normal until somebody fucking catches it. Well, and that's that's the other that's the problem is everybody is has, has a strong opinion one way or the other, but you have people protesting protesting is taking to the streets to say open up the businesses this is communism like they fucking have any idea what that word means and everybody every every healthcare professional both in the public and private sector is saying stay the fuck home this is the only way we're going to get rid of it is everyone stays at home and the more you go out there the more it's going to spread and the more people that are going to die so trump's looking at looking at it from uh he's he's he, he keeps flipping back and forth to try and cover his ass. So first of all, he's looking at the economy. That's all he's got left. Trump doesn't have Jack Dick in his pocket. He promised the wall. He promised all this crazy shit would happen. The only thing he did was he gave a tax return and uh, the economy is doing well. Yeah. It's, it's, it's done. The economy is going to be the worst it's been in a long time. It might even go past a recession into a depression. Who knows? But that's, that's a, that's one of his last cards. So, naturally he wants to save the economy i thought that would motivate him to help find a cure or treatment or something instead he's just telling everyone ah fuck it just go back out there and he told everybody that he has absolute power to tell every governor that they have to open up the state again you remember that oh yeah absolute power he said (laughs) absolute power he said and (laughs) (laughs) you okay there dave you're yeah uh, yeah yeah i'm good i'm good good. All right. I'm good. See, I don't have fucking girl arms like everyone says. There's nothing wrong with my arms, right? Well, well, other than uh, you're letting everybody know right now that you're going to vote for Trump in November. But do that, do that number again. Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> I walked right into that. Yeah. But yeah, he, that's all he's got is the economy. That's what everybody's hanging on to. It's like, hey, man, my 401k. But he's telling everybody that governors have to listen to him. Absolute power. The next day, he took a 180. Someone said to him, you can't say that. That Not only is that not true, but you sound like a psycho. Your base is all about small government. They don't want to hear words like absolute power coming from any president. So he said he's leaving it up to the governors. He feels they're all competent. They're all capable and everything's going to be fine. Leaving it up to the governors to open it up when it's safe to do so. And then the day after that, he starts tweeting out, liberate Michigan, liberate Minnesota, liberate Virginia. And it's like, wait a minute. I thought you were just saying... Yeah, stand up for your Second Amendment rights. He's yeah, just like he had to take them away. Yeah, he had to throw that there. Well, in in fairness, like if, if you look at the people, no matter where it is in the country that are showing up, it's jacked up pickup trucks, American flags hanging off the back, you have people with the uh, "Don't tread on uh, me" yo know, hats. He knows his it, base, it, man. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, shit. Uh, Colorado today, they had like two hundred people at the Capitol down in Huntington Beach. They had shit. I don't know how many people, but. Same thing, yeah. The American flags and uh, the what, what was that dumb woman? She had that sign. Uh, the lockdown oh, so equals communism. Equals yeah, yeah. communism. Right. And because you know that's what Mark said. He's like, you know, everybody has to stay six feet apart. Rule number one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it, okay. Okay. Yeah, but, they're, they're gonna think it's real funny. Yeah, when uh, when all their uh, friends and neighbors start getting sick and dying, like it's all. that's that's a problem that's what i was telling a friend is it either we can stick with the lockdown try to get everybody on that until we can start getting treatments and a vaccine out or we can just reopen everything up and send everybody out there and it's going to get a whole lot worse real fucking quick right and when you look at new york city new york state how everybody's catching that rona People yeah. are dying from it. And in a way, I get the whole, I see both sides to the what about the flu argument. Because yeah. the flu kills, whatever, thirty to 70,000 people every single year. And no one really cares. They're like, well, that's circle of life. But with this one, it, it has a significantly higher mortality rate. And yeah. what if it did, what if, 
what if everybody did catch it? Oh, dude, man. If, if they open everything up again, it very well could happen. And you get these idiots at the, at the going to the beast. Did you see the, man, I forget what it's called. I don't know what technology it is, but the premise is they were able to track cell phones from Daytona Beach on spring break, and they zoom in to just one part of the beach, and you see all these little red dots where their cell phones. And they're like, okay, here's where they were a week later, and it's all across the country. Like just red dots everywhere. Oh yeah, I, I fucking believe it. Yeah, and those people are infecting everyone, and everyone's. It's it's just like, I, we're 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 past even the point of where, uh, the irony is still appreciated, because it's not anymore. You'll always hear these. There, there's pastors. There's people that explicitly disobeyed the social distancing rule, and then they die of coronavirus. You know, the first 20 times it happened, it was like, huh, poetic justice. Now it's like, well, what the hell do you think is going to happen? Just keep yeah, your dude. dick away. <laughs> yeah, what, wasn't there a uh, yeah, pastor, like, encouraging people to, uh, like, send him money to... Uh, the stimulus, yeah, he wanted his stimulus checks. I think that was also in Florida. He said... Uh, everyone donate your stimulus checks. That's money you didn't earn. Give it back to God. Right, man. But you know what? That's what uh, they all do. That Kenneth Copeland was saying that shit too. He's like, just because you're not working, just because you got no money, doesn't mean you you can stop donating money to me. Yeah, yeah, Mister. Right out of you, Mister. Seven hundred and fifty million dollar Kenneth Copeland. Right, yeah. The richest pastor in America. Zero dollars in taxes that he has to pay on that because it's done in the name of Jesus. Oh, yeah. Was that the guy who healed everyone by blowing on him through the TV? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. That's, that's that same dude, man. He said the funniest thing ever, like about a, eight months ago or whatever. He's talking yeah. about why he needs to fly privately instead of on a commercial plane. He's like, there's so much sin on those airplanes, there are people drinking. There are people committing sins. I cannot be in there. I am a man of God. That is a tube full of demons. <laughs> a tube full of demons. You remember that? Yeah. That oh, that was the really best know. thing. He's right. Have you ever, especially, you ever been on Spirit Airlines? Man, uh, you, you get yeah. on one of those. If you fart, they're like, hey, that's extra baggage. You got to pay. Because initially, you get on the plane. Dude, I flew to New York, from L.A. to New York City and back. $250. Uh, I stopped in Denver. I stopped in Minneapolis. I stopped, you know, but it was $250. And what a piece of shit airplane it was. Like, you feel like you're going to die. And you have this much room, but it's $250. But if you want to take, number one, if you're a traveler, do not take any carry-on luggage unless you absolutely have to. Just stuff it in a backpack and bring it with you. You don't need all that shit wherever you're going. But if you were to take extra luggage, it's going to, if you took two extra suitcases, it can cost you like a hundred dollars on spirit. So that's how they get their money. I fucking back believe it. Yeah. That bullshit. So they give you the flight, the base flight and the rest is, is extra. So when I fly, especially multiple hours like that, I, I drink, by the way, alcoholics get an aisle seat on an airplane. That way you can just go to the bathroom when you feel like it. You don't want to be stuck between people, always doing that ass-to-face, crotch-to-face maneuver out of there, fucking stumbling out like a drunk idiot, spending eight bucks on a can of beer. But anyways, Spirit Airlines, tube full of demons. That should be on every plane. <laughs> it's yeah, like a disclaimer. You have to sign up. Tape. I'm aware of the tube full of demons, and I'm okay with it. <laughs> God, that, yeah. I am so, one of the demons, though. So, so. Well, there you go. It, and Kenneth uh, Copeland doesn't want to be around those people. Didn't uh, didn't Jesus actually go out and uh, you know put himself among the sinners and the uh, the sick and the uh, all that? I think yeah, I vaguely remember. That oh, okay. God, I'm sorry. Jesus, the 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 message of Jesus, from what I understand, I don't I don't but like I support the message, not the whole supernatural aspect of that. But Jesus was about love thy neighbor, don't be a dick, that kind of thing. And he, he was saying the opposite of what these people that are pulling out these crazy laws based on their belief in him. And they're directly contradicting it. So to me, that's like, that's, that's hypocritical. And from what I know about Jesus, that's what he didn't like, right? It was hypocrites. Yeah. 
he was in there and people are trying to tax them in the church and he he was not all he wasn't he wasn't down with that but whatever you believe what you believe but don't don't pretend like you're like you're doing it for righteous reasons or in in the in the name of jesus when his message is the polar opposite <laughs> i like the fact that he hung out with hookers and that's good enough for me yeah wasn't his bff one yep who was that what what was her name mary magdalene and that's the one they were trying to stone and he was like but he without sin was it her yep that's that's the one. Oh man nice awkward so, pause so when i'm drinking this shit my lips are getting fucking orange and it looks like i'm wearing lipstick yep that's fucking weird <laughs> yeah you do kind of have a buffalo bill like motif going <laughs> that's, that's on that's what i was you. thinking man it's like am i gonna do the whole fruit bowl thing and you know f- so start flashing ween on the camera yeah do it maybe wait, 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 maybe yeah, if sure i have any tucked. more to drink i might <laughs> i was drunk as last time but yeah well last yeah, time yeah. we had uh, yeah that was yeah, that was a fun close time. out the fucking show with that <laughs> just a buffalo bill fruit bowl yeah i'm down with that uh but hopefully no there's no editing involved i'm just gonna be red lip dave from now on fucking uh, lipstick dave yeah dave with his chapped lips <laughs> <laughs> of course of course so kind of along that whole don't tread on me bullshit today not by the time this comes out it'll be a different day but at the time of this recording, April 19th, it's the Oklahoma City uh, anniversary of, oh, yeah, of that bombing. Yeah, 25 years or something like that. And that that was the ultimate don't tread on me fuck. Yeah, you know like how, he, he lived that shit. Well, and he took that ideology to the extreme. And that's, that's why I'm getting a little worried because you're seeing that shit, at least on the internet and with these videos of people being very adamant about their rights, which is totally fine. You should fight for your rights, but you don't need to be a fucking lunatic about it. Like these people that are protesting the coronavirus, they're there decked out in full SWAT gear and or tactical gear. And they've got their, I don't want to call it the wrong thing. So everybody dog piles on me, but they have their assault rifles they have guns capable of killing 60 people at once. Whatever the fuck title you want to call it. They have those kind of guns strapped to them. And those are the kind of people I'm a little worried about. Okay? Because the whole thing with Timothy McVeigh is he was retaliating against the government. I mean, there, there's multiple reasons, I'm sure. But one, of the, one, one factor in that was he was, a, he was a major sympathizer with Ruby Ridge. He was actually watching that from a little spot that... Uh, a little clearing that they had where the public was able to access and he was there watching it for hours every day. And when Ruby Ridge went down the way it did, he was fucking pissed off. And that was his whole thing was retaliating against the government. Government can't tell people what to do. Government's getting in your hands. And that I'm not saying Ruby Ridge was went down like that was okay or anything, but I don't think anyone thinks that. Right. I don't think what they were doing was okay either, but ultimately that whole thing was a big mess and he and he decided to kill innocent people as a result of it and i'm worried that something like that is i don't want to say it out loud because that's just a bad omen but i it, it it worries me seeing these types of people out there and and we're just so desensitized to these dudes with big guns and them telling us shouting out how they have a right to 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 do that and everyone's afraid of them and all it takes is for one lunatic to do something again, you know? And that's all Timothy McVeigh was. He was one lunatic. And he was very young. He was in his mid-20s. Yeah, well... It wasn't like this old dude, professor, mad crazy dude. He was like some 25-year-old that mm, read some books and figured out how to blow up a huge building. That's fucking scary. Well, yeah, everything was already divisive. It's been divisive for quite a while in this country now, like before Trump. I would say it probably started to get real bad, like probably 2010-ish, maybe somewhere around there. But now that now that we're dealing with the coronavirus, everything becomes politicized, including that medicine treatment, everything. Everyone's being put on one side or the other. All it's doing is just adding fuel to the fire for people that feel like their rights are being trampled on. And the people who are like just one solid push away from going over the edge. Uh, this isn't the best environment for them. 
Yeah. Yeah, you're right. And so, yeah. So, unfortunately, it's, yeah, like, I, I don't wish it happens again, but it, it, it probably is sooner than later. If things continue to get worse, people can't get work. Unemployment goes up. It's just going to make things worse. Well, dude, it, it, like, it's already, like, the unthinkable, like, just today um, in Nova Scotia. Uh, I got family there. My mom is from there. My dad is an RCMP officer who was stationed there in Nova Scotia for many years. Not that detachment, but this dude, there's not a lot of details out right now. So by the time that this, this goes up, they'll know more. But right now, as it stands, they know that this, um, this person, this man was posing as a cop and he went on a huge killing spree and he killed 17 people is the current figure and he did so posing as an rcmp officer you know so like i guess he had the uniform they showed a car that he had it looked a little off it didn't look like the typical police car they have but it it had all the like all of the markings on it and it had a specific number that wasn't a cop car ever so i think he just made a car look like that yeah, so like if you didn't take a second look, you wouldn't think anything of it. Exactly. Yeah. By. And you do see variations of police cars. They're not, you know, there's, it's not the end of the world to see a regular look. You wouldn't think, okay, this guy's going to kill me if he saw, you know, a slightly a, a different car. But that, like, that, that bothers me, man. That's my, that's my, that's my home country. <laughs> And in America, we're so desensitized to it. Like something like whatever it is, 19 out of the last 25 most deadly shootings in America happened in the last 10 years. Yeah, I could see that being being accurate. And I'm not trying to say, oh, well, here, it's no big deal. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying that that's not something we do there. And I'm already seeing the whole like, see, gun control doesn't work. Because they don't care about laws, which is a fucking stupid argument to make. Saying they'll they'll say, "Oh, this is a gun-free zone," and people ignore that. They went and killed everybody. They went and killed some people in a gun-free zone, and that's why the law doesn't work. And it's like saying, "Okay, everywhere in America, within the borders of the United States, everywhere is a murder-free zone. You can't kill anybody. It's all one big murder-free zone." So saying. Sometimes there are murders. We should just eliminate the law altogether. What's the point? That's what I hear about when, when people talk about gun-free zones. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah, like in campuses, you know, medical facilities, things like that. Yeah. 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 I, um, I, I don't think they're necessarily saying that get rid of the laws necessarily, but uh, they're definitely misguided. Uh, it, you know, we, we definitely need some manner of gun. I mean, we already have gun control. There's already laws on the books. Uh, I, I agree, and they're not really enforced, and there's a lot of loopholes, and there's a lot of shady people out there. We talked about it with uh, one of those guys, Jimmy Dore or or, yeah, or, or Joe, Joe Walsh, I think. We were yeah, discussing sure. it with them how I was, I was offered a gun in, in Austin, you know? One, yeah, of one of those liberal, liberal cities for Texas, at least, or pretty yeah. much anywhere. Austin's great, but I, I was in a, I was in a pawn shop. I do that wherever I go. I go and see what guitar pedals they got. So you find some weird shit in there. And I was just glancing at the guns they had. I wasn't like looking at them, but I was peeking. And the guy's like, "Oh, you like would you see?" Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, "No." And then uh, he's like, well, you know what? We got this one and that one and the other thing. And I was like, hey, man, I'm Canadian. I can't even buy a gun. And then the dude's like, okay. <laughs> and this is very rare, okay? This doesn't happen all the time. But if yeah. fucking lightning strike happened to me, I don't know what it is. There's nothing about me that suggests I could be trustworthy with a gun. But this guy said, all right, well, uh, why don't you come back uh, a little later tonight and uh, you pay double and I'll, I'll get you that gun. I was like, hey, maybe you just thought you were sickly me? and frail and needed protection. <laughs> I almost think he was like uh, baiting me to, to do it and I'd get busted. Like, you know those kids that are hired by the cops to walk into the 7-Eleven and ask for a pack of cigarettes and try and buy alcohol? 
just yeah. to see if they do it. And then they come in, they're like, you're busted for selling. Uh, maybe that's what he was, but it was just way too easy for me. That's anecdotal. I realize that doesn't happen probably ever to anyone else, but it happened to me. Yeah. Dave's lucky day at the pawn shop. <laughs> <laughs> you should have seen what else you could have got from him. Like if, it's like, yeah, I'm not into that, but I'm really into World War II memorabilia uh, and also Desert Storm memorabilia and Afghanistan, but only if it works. Yeah. Got anything in that? And he's like, oh, I know a guy. <laughs> he's over in Dallas, but. Uh, yeah, the more swastikas it has on it, the better. <laughs> oh, my okay. God. You ever see Nazi memorabilia up close? Uh, I have some, like my grandpa got me some uh, coins from when he served over in the war. He brought some uh, like French uh, francs back and all that that uh, had the swastika on it. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, it's fucking nuts. Yeah, like I saw, tire. I saw a couple of flags and shit, but nothing nothing like that. Nothing like, man, I, have, you ever, have you ever spoken to a genuine Nazi sympathizer? And I don't mean these young idiots that are shaving their heads and all that and trying to be tough and whatever the fuck misguided little shits but i mean like an old fuck covered in nazi tattoos uh or at least this is the one guy i knew i used to work <laughs> i used to work at a at a truck stop in my youth when i was in school one summer i was working there as a as a waiter and this guy this trucker would come in covered in tattoos like that we had this uh this this east indian host who sat him down you know and then i go over and he's being all weird and i've seen him a thousand times and i'm like what's wrong he's like that fucking guy that sat me down he's one of them and he just lists off every slur he knows about and i was like ah come on And and he's like hey all i'm saying is if you ain't white you ain't right (laughs) fuck man like I can't even be mad at you because you're so stupid. Like, yeah, it's like a comic book character come to life. Right, yeah. And, and then uh, so I go in the back and I'm bitching about this guy. And I'm like, I don't want to fucking serve him. Someone else do it. And the, the one girl's like, yeah, I will. That guy tips really well. I'm like, fucking selling your soul right now. But yeah, I, I didn't want to. I, 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 that, that creeps me out when you see it in real life. You know? Yeah. Well, you, you, you see it from people who genuinely believe it. Like they're not making off color jokes or something like this is something ingrained in their beliefs. Yeah. I mean, off color jokes, every single person has laughed at an off color joke. I mean like privately laughed, not to, well, yeah. someone, someone said something and they thought, okay, I pieced together why that's clever. And you know, they, they, but to fucking see it, see it in real life and, and see it applied to another person. That's just so fucked up to me. But whatever. What do I know? I don't know shit about the world. And in Canada, you don't see it that often. You don't see too many Nazi sympathizers. He could have been American because, you know, it's a truck stop. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I saw you dirty Canucks on the road all the time. <laughs> With your uh, maple syrup-powered uh, diesel engines. Yeah, it, it, like, th- that's what we do. Instead of cars, we have mooses. And instead of gas, we just feed them maple syrup. Shoveling it on in. You know what? Uh, all this dumb shit I come up about Canada, people believe it. And they get mad at me because I'm making it up. And they're like, but they come back to me a couple months later. Like, something as stupid as that. Oh, yeah, we ride moose and we, we don't gas them. We, we, we feed them maple syrup. I'm like, oh, well. And then three months later, like, hey, so it turns out. I'm like, well, no shit. <laughs> But tell me the story of how you found out. <laughs> See, you know, it, it involves that being all like hipster and woke and shit and be like, so, you know, in Canada, and someone's like, uh, are you a fucking idiot? Yeah. And, and that's why we, uh, I think that's why we have people out there protesting uh, on Capitol to try to get the country reopened because people can't be bothered to do five minutes of actual research to find out if something that they heard from their uh, angry racist uncle about 5G causing the virus is true or not. Man, there's a lot of people saying that. And they're like, well, have you seen flowers grow beside a, a 5G tower? It just doesn't happen. You're like, all right, but that's not the fucking coronavirus. And then yeah. you get other people wondering why 
it's racist to call it the China virus. And I'll tell you why. Because it was never called that by any anybody in the in the in the healthcare world. It was always called COVID nineteen and then coronavirus. That's what we call it. And Trump started calling it the China virus to vilify China. So that's why it's racist. Is be the reason why he's calling it that. If it was referenced that casually beforehand and the scientists were calling it that, no, it's not racist. That that's what they called it, but they didn't. They explicitly called it something else. There's two different names to choose from. And he's calling it the China virus because he wants to make China look like a bunch of dicks. That's why it's racist. China. China. Fuck, man. <laughs> you voted for that fucking clown. Yep. That's on you. That's on you. Look at you. You look like someone who would vote for Trump. I look like someone that was pieced together in a lab. Yeah, yeah, the same lab where they uh, where where they made coronavirus. Yeah, you're 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 the you're the fucking type of person that Trump promised to kick out. So since you're still here, I'm not happy. No, no, no. He said nothing about I'm on a I'm I I got an O visa. You can't kick me out. You'd, you'd have to kick out all the hockey players too. Uh, all right. Give, well, give those hockey jobs back to Americans. <laughs> you know, it's funny. There's more Americans in the NHL per capita than than ever, and it's going up every single year. And last year, or maybe it was the year before now, but it was the first year where Canadians didn't make up the majority of the NHL. Yeah, no shit. How fucking crazy is that? They were like 49%, but the rest of them are made up of Americans. That's a fast-growing one, and Europeans, which includes, like, you know, the Czechs and Russians and whatever. There was even a a British guy drafted in the last couple years. But Americans are hitting that NHL, and you know why? Because it expanded in the in the nineties to all these different markets and people born then and grew up with hockey in their area in Nashville and uh, you know, Arizona, whatever they, they have hockey. They grew up with it. That's what they do. And they're good at it. Like Austin Matthews, man, he was the first, he was the first overall pick a couple years ago. Toronto Maple Leafs scored four goal, four goals, his first NHL game, the most yeah, anybody's yeah. ever done. Yeah. I mean, no, I remember that kind of a letdown so- ever since, but, but he's from Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> not exactly a hockey fucking state, you know? Yeah. Hell, not even a hockey uh, – uh, Phoenix isn't a hockey town. But So where are all the Canadians going then? Is just better talent in America pushing them out or – Yeah, yeah. Because that's what it is. There's only a certain amount of spots. But you got to keep in mind that with NHL expansions, there are more teams and therefore more players to, to, to go around. But, yeah, fair enough. ultimately the, the percentage of Canadians are going down because the percentage of Americans are going up. And that's why I think it's spread to different markets and p- kids grew up with it. There's, there's people from Florida in the NHL, Southern California, like born and raised here. Not one of those people that was born here and moved to Canada when they were like a baby. You'll hear that yeah. sometimes. Or, or their dad was an NHL player who played for an American team. And so technically they're American. Or you could be like Jeremy Roenick who got U.S. citizenship because he lived in the States playing for an American team. And when he didn't make Team Canada at the Olympics, he played for Team USA because he's technically a U.S. citizen now. (laughs) Hey, man, it's nice to have options. Uh, All right, so I'm just looking at your shitty garage and your your new roommates. are Are they cool or are they like your last? You want to talk about your last ones by chance? Yeah, sure, why not? You ready to divulge in that? Oh god, yeah! It I, it took me a goddamn uh, year and a fucking day, it seems like, to uh, to get that whole situation squared away. But yeah, the reason I moved out in the first place was because it, there was one roommate in particular who was treating the place like a fucking hostel, like always having people staying over for like a month. In some, in this last case, had second person over there for multiple months at a time just supposed to be staying long enough to get an apartment but then the fucker just kind of like set up shop here and when i talked to him i'm like well i thought you were just staying here long enough to get an apartment he's like oh well yeah i was but then uh you know i just uh everything was cool here so i just stopped looking but you're not gonna fucking tell anybody any anything you're just kind of cool man i i live here now and so i had a you know, I sat down and talked with the the other roommate about it. She's like, oh, well, you know, he's getting mail here now. So he fucking lives here. 
Did you read your fucking contract? He's getting mail here. Like this guy who's squatting, uh, who doesn't, the owner of the house doesn't even know he's living here, but he got mail. Right. Here, so therefore he's a 10. Are you fucking stupid? Um, but the, the, the important thing is that guy was a dick. He was an insufferable fucking douche. He was from New York and he, and I met him once and he just wouldn't shut the fuck up about all these famous people he knew. And he was like, Hey man, let me help with the podcast. I'm like, ah, we're just doing a little thing. And he's like, let me help. Let me, I could get you all these. And he said, ASAP Rocky. He's like, yeah. I can get you. And I was like, okay, do that. Do that. If that means yeah. you'll stop talking to me. <laughs> Cause he kept asking, what can I do? What can I do? And I was like, do that. But it's like, if you're really doing that well, why the fuck are you crashing on your friend's couch or in her bed? <laughs> I don't yeah. know out who it is, but you know, uh, fuck that guy. I saw him, you know, I don't think I told you, but I saw him walking around the neighborhood cause he used to live 11 doors away. So that guy still lives 11 doors away from me. Sure. And he was, he was out just walking around the neighborhood bare faced looking like a fucking dick. Well, dude, he used to fucking pound a, a goddamn bottle of booze a day almost, if not more. Like, uh, Nothing uh, wrong with that. Well, yeah, that's right. <laughs> hey, man, you're, you're paying to live where, you're, where you live, though. Like, you're, you're not, you didn't decide to just, like, fucking walk in the house where you're at and, like, yeah, well, yeah. I guess I live here now since I, uh, since I walked in the door. You know, it's my new, new place. Uh, I'll be back. I'm going to get some booze. So... Yeah, there was that. Well, the first guy that she had like a like over a year ago, he ended up ODing in the house, and he still ended up there for a couple more months. And after, okay, so he didn't die. He so uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, he overdosed. Just to, but, you got to clarify when you say that. OD. Well, there's well a, I said he OD'd and then he lived there for another two months. But yeah, yeah, there was a pause it, though. During that pause, I was like, did he die? I remember this, but yeah, okay, continue. So he lived there. He was squatting forever. Yeah, and he ended up there like five months total, and then finally he got into an argument and broke up with yeah you know, with with the the chick, which that's that's where most of the men that she met that's how that happened. They would get into fights, and then they wouldn't want to come and see her again. So uh, after he left, I'm like, fuck, dude, no more. We're we're not doing this. This isn't a fucking hostel. It's not a goddamn you know gateway house or anything like that. And uh, she's like, all right, yeah, you know, it's fine. We won't do it anymore. And then she would always do it. Like, she, she would agree to do shit and then just would change her fucking mind and not tell you about it. That's what pissed me off the most. And so uh, towards the end of this whole thing, I'm like, you know what? Uh, after I got it into her, into it with her about the current guy that's there, I'm like, I'm just going to find a new place. Like, I'm just not going to deal with this shit anymore. And then so after, after I find a new place, she gives me shit. Because I didn't fucking tell her I was moving out. She she had this sense of entitlement that I was supposed to like let her know that I was moving. <clears throat> it's like, well, you you've you've talked shit about me. You've shown complete disregard for the fact that I fucking live here, and I'm somehow supposed to like give a shit what you think about whether I stay here or not. And then proceeds to go on a two minute rant about how I'm a piece of shit and a fucking loser. And, well, you are. You know, <sighs> Two minutes, man. I got like, so when I do stand up, when I have to fill an hour, I have at least 20 minutes about what a piece of shit you are. Yeah, well, I could believe it. Uh, and uh, if it were funnier, you'd be back up doing it again. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man. And uh, so, like, <laughs> and then uh, fucking dipshit was there. And he, like, after she fucking just gets done digging into me, fucking dipshit standing there. He's like, yeah, man, you should have fucking said something to her. And I'm like, you still don't fucking live here, you asshole. Why are you talking? You have no right to say a goddamn thing. You're a squatter. Squatter, yeah. bitch. That's what you uh, should Yeah, man. I, yeah, I, well, and I did. And that's, and that's ultimately why I was, uh, where I found the place that I live now. Because, like, after that night, because we had a drag out for, you know, knockdown drag out for, like, half an hour and shit. And then by the time it was finally over, uh, I was fucking around on Facebook and I saw the ad for this place. So everything just kind of like worked itself out. All right. Now we got that out of the way. Yes. I'm not Dr. Oz. I'm not Dr. Phil. I'm just one man. I can only handle these stories. Like maybe one minute at a time. Okay. Maybe the audience has a higher attention span than me, but I certainly don't. I have no idea how long we've been running. Do you see that on your end? 
Uh, I don't see shit, man. Uh, yeah, it doesn't tell you how long you're running. Fucking awesome. Zoom, fix that shit. Or I don't want to say any company. I actually turned my shirt around because it said a company on it. So I'm fucking... Okay. Yeah, just beep it out with like one of those black bars across your mouth then. Dude, no, I'm not doing that. I'm not editing. I'm not doing any EQ. I'm putting this on YouTube and the audio file on the rest of the shit, and that's it. Fuck off. So whatever happens, happens. Yeah, well, fair enough, man. So when I Buffalo Bill this at the end, oh God. it's there for life. All right, let's do – let's just take a gamble. Okay. Get a little drunk, and I have to go to the bathroom. As always, right? I always have to piss around this time. Also, yeah. when you were telling your story, I farted, and I regret that now. But I'm also – I might actually listen to this episode after. I never, ever do. But I might just to see if that fart picked up because that would be awesome because I farted twice. <laughs> <laughs> and another one with – not the last one, but the one – one of those ones I farted with, with Blackburn. I, I ripped a couple of them because uh, you know how I, I left and I came back? And you guys were still going at it. And I just fucking ripped a fart. And you guys had no idea. And then I was like, Brad, did you just fart? And you were like, what? Yeah. <laughs> so when you listen to it, you guys are talking. And then you hear a fart. And then you hear me say, oh, Brad, did you fart? You're like, what? What are you? Well, all right. Well, I didn't, I didn't hear any. Yeah, I didn't hear any farts this time. But uh, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm we'll, getting a little we'll drunk. Picks up. I'm not right. taking that shit straight. Yeah, yeah, you mentioned I, that. I once took, I took, I took one sip of that straight while you were talking, and I just, I can't, I can't fucking do that. I can't drink that rum straight. I gotta, I gotta mix my serum in it. This is where, this is what I got. Beep out the logo. Oh fuck! Uh, maybe, uh, maybe next time I go to the store, I'll get a nipple for you. Yeah, you yeah. Just... All right, Florida man versus California man versus whatever the fuck. What do you got? All right, let's start. Uh, let's start with our first story here. Man given eight hundred and eighty-eight dollar fine for chin-ups in park. Did that happen in Canada, California, or Florida? Eight hundred and eighty-eight dollars. Wow, that's very specific. Um, hmm. That didn't happen in Kentucky. <laughs> no, no. Uh, yeah, see, you're, you're, just not, you're just not even hiding it anymore. <laughs> oh, mean, you can see me. Are... You can see me. I don't. I yeah. look really small on the screen. Um, it's it's not showing up when I cheat, so I actually have to play the game. Oh yeah, that's... It's, it's Canada, California, Florida this time, right? Yeah, Florida. No, nope, no, this was in Canada. There, there's uh, this is in Toronto where they're strict about that shit. Wow. But yeah, this guy like in the park by himself, like you know nobody yeah, around him. I support that. I actually support that fine because if you're doing public chin-ups, you're a fucking douchebag. That's an eight hundred and eighty-eight dollar douchebag fee. And I like how they pick that because that's like something they get tattooed on them. You know, eight 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 or I don't know, but something yeah. that douchebags would like. So yeah, yeah, I support that fine. Fucking do it again. Give them on, give them six 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 next time. <laughs> On, on that principle alone, yes, I agree with you on that. It was All funny. Right. I have a chin-up bar at my house, and like it, it's like, uh, like sometimes I'll like swing on it like a monkey when I'm drunk, but I don't, uh, I don't use it for what it's intended for. I just hang clothes on it, you know. Well, I mean, yeah. Well, you, you would have to actually have enough muscle to be able to pull yourself up, anyways, which is these. Yeah, look at that. That's yeah. Look at you saying hi to Trump again. <laughs> uh, no, I'm doing the sideways. I'm doing the sideways salute. Yeah, like ah. What a weird body I have, dude! I, it's not genetics; it's it's my laziness. I just sit around and don't do chin-ups, you know. Oh, fair enough. All right, what's the next story? All right, man arrested after stealing coronavirus specimen from hospital. Police say, did that happen in Canada, in California, or Florida? Hang on, the specimen. What does that mean? So it was a specimen that was waiting to be tested. Uh, for oh, coronavirus. Okay. 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 Fucking asshole. Um, hmm. I mean, it always it always sounds like Florida. That's the obvious answer. Yeah, but there's some crazy shit that does happen out here in California. Like that's because how the, of the game population. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, there's yeah, over 40 million people here. So process of uh, I'm going to go with California. I'm going to I'm going to assume that he was uh he he was trying to do it. He, he was a mad scientist doing his own testing. Uh well, you're halfway there. I'm pretty sure the guy was mad. But yeah, it was indeed California. But Isn't that what I said? Yeah. Yeah, That's but I right. said yeah, he just wasn't a scientist, but he was mad. Oh, okay. I get uh the, the story alluded that he may have had a history of uh mental illness that went untreated. Because uh, what happened was they uh, they found the police found the specimen in sitting in a random shopping cart. Uh, they used the help of the homeless community to track it, and thankfully it hadn't been opened. He just like abandoned it. But th- the question I have is why the fuck would any would the hospital allow anybody close enough to be able to take it who wasn't a staff of the? Oh hospital? man, they probably got so many of them, and, and you know, you can slither through different areas of a hospital undetected. I assume. Yeah, I guess some of this shit should be locked up though. Like, as I know they got fridges and shit were uh, with locks on them. But anyhow, so no all right, harm, last no one. Foul. What do you got? All right, a man accused of beating cellmate who asked for a courtesy flush to help with smell. <laughs> <laughs> Did that happen in Canada, California, Florida. or that was Florida? Absolutely, that was Florida. fucking Florida. Yeah, it's funny because like you could be you could be living. Like you could be neighbors, and that would happen in Florida. You know, everybody's got their windows down. You got that Tallahassee heat. You got that Jacksonville heat. You want to go to the beach too? And they're like, oh, yeah. "Fuck that, man! I can smell your dump from here. How about a courtesy flush?" And he's like, "No." And he's like, "All right, I'm gonna have to go and give you a little bit of a beating." That would happen yeah. anywhere in Florida, but it would happen yeah. in a prison, huh? Yeah. It well, in in fairness, man, it's like where are you gonna go? You can only get so far away from the shitter. You know, there's yeah. no door to close or anything. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair, man. That's fair. Man, my brother used to drop some huge dumps and leave the door open, and the whole house would stink. Like, it was so bad that, like, nobody wanted to light a match because it would blow up. <laughs> yep. Oh, shit. All right. So, episode 17 is in the can. Let's see if uh, we upload this to YouTube. I'm starting to regret when we were at the shit shack declining to do video. We may as well have done it if this is what we'd end up doing. I was playing with this the whole time. This is what the computer's sitting there. I'm fucking drunk again, man. And I got red lips. Oh, I got a Buffalo billet. Yeah. No, I'm not doing that. I'm not fucking going to internet jail. Dude, fucking tuck the fruit bowl and get to it. I'm not doing that. You do it, man. So much more effective when you do it. No, nah, man. You already called the shit. You're on it. Yeah. Just sit here with my fucking red lips. Dude, I do not look good. I look like I've been in quarantine for the last two months. Fuck yeah, that's Christ. what I've been trying to tell you for months on end. That was even before the coronavirus. Yeah, well, I don't have some fucking... I, I mean, I could go in the garage like a weirdo, but I'm just... I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to sit in a dark garage and do a webcam. I'm going to turn the lights on and for the first time in the in the whole coronavirus and, you know, wear my pajamas, though. But I do have to take a piss, so we're ending this. All uh, right. We are the Valley Boys. Thanks a lot for listening. If you made it all the way through, I'm very sorry about Brandon. And uh, good night. And night.